to the legacy of the Beast Tour. We're going to be playing with lots of toys. We've got all kinds of things lined up for you tonight. Hope you like this stuff. Most of you, there are no new songs. I like that. I like that, you know. I like that. A bit of disappointment. No new songs. Hey, you never know what might happen in the future. This is Metal Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Follow us, like us on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. It's at Metal Nerdery Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Like us, share us with a friend. Tell your friends and family about us. Put up a billboard for us. And I might have to object to share us with a friend. I, I don't know. Share our downloads with a friend. Easy now. <laughs> you can also follow us on metalnerdery.com slash episodes if you want to follow along with the show. And be sure to look at the show notes when you download the podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah, so uh, if you hadn't gathered, you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Uh, you got Matt, Bill, and Adam here. What's up? And, it uh, is the metal nerdery. We just witnessed the other night probably uh, one of the best metal shows I've ever seen in my life. I'm not saying that just because I'm a Maiden fanboy or anything, but uh, but because it's true. It's it was an awesome show. It in this case, it was absolutely be very true. true. Yes, unbelievable, start to finish. I would even say that was probably more awesome than the one back in 2012. Oh, it Which was. was that was a good show too, and I was even closer for that one. I was like under the, I wasn't in the common area with the, the steps, oh, hanging the out, out on the lawn, hanging out in the slums where we were this time yeah. in the lawn. I was in the upper crust area where they bring you beer <laughs> on a silver platter, signed by Bruce himself. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fucking phenomenal show, and I'm sure we all, except Bill, drank too much, but we certainly did enjoy the show in fact something we were just talking about before we started it's a little irritating but i guess alcohol does kind of affect the memory but so i captured the set list and we compared the set list of what they actually played to what was noted on the interwebs and something interesting i guess when they started playing of course we'll get into the set list in a minute all the tracks that were covered but for whatever reason both adam and i thought that they played alexander the great forgot somewhere in time but Beer is the reason. They Beer. did not. Beer is the reason. <laughs> in fact, we literally got, so this is how nerdy we are. We literally pulled up the Atlanta show, went to the point in the show where they said the song, the songs were where I thought the song was supposed to be, and it surely wasn't there. So we were wrong, but we both imagined that we heard the same song. How crazy is that? It's like yeah. we wanted to hear somewhere in, something we were, else somewhere uh, in time. <laughs> we were tripping in stereo. <laughs> We're tripping in stereo. Stereo. We are tripping in stereo. Stereo. No. I mean, just right from the outset, Ace is high. Yeah, you get the speech. And you're in strength in the air. Never 
there's an airplane flying around. I mean, moving propeller. I kind of had like my own personal love after death flashback with that because I was listening to that earlier in the day to kind of get pumped up for the show, and it was like it kind of almost felt like that vibe in a way. You know, I was like, oh, this is killer. Growing confidence, growing strength in there. I mean, it was just that show was top notch all the way around from the set list, performances, production. The show, the sound, the lights. I the mean, the sound was ridiculous. Because I was, I was going to say that's what you said. Because like, you know, the first band was playing, they didn't sound bad, but it was a little harsh. Well, I mean, they were as, opener too, so yeah. But as as soon as Maiden came on, it's like you were watching a live show on DVD or something. I oh, mean, that's how good the sound clear. was. It, it was sounded ridiculous. perfect. Because like, even like an we album, were, yeah, it was like you were watching a live album being performed right in front of you. But even was, where we were on the lawn, I mean, a lot of times you get those live shows when you're way off, and you get, you know, echo, and you get like harshness and noise, and it just sounds kind of shitty. But I mean, they sounded crystal clear, even way the fuck out in the lawn area, which was unusual because usually at, at Lakewood, from what I recall, you know, if you see someone way off like that, no bueno. Hmm. Yeah, seemed it was, to carry as well. It was fantastic. But it was a good show. The weather cooperated. We were expecting rain in the metro Atlanta area, and we did not get any, so that was cool. That was cool because there was a little bit of lightning off in the distance that kind of added to the ambiance. Yes. <laughs> kind of gave it that live after death sort of vibe. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, guys, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, I would have liked to have gone to Maiden. How come y'all didn't invite me? Reasons. I, I mean, I, I could have brought pasta. We could add like a tailgate. It would have been a good time, but maybe next tour. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, hey, hey, this is Millie, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Okay, back to you guys. Thanks, Millie. Anytime. But yeah, great opener, and then going from Aces High to Where Eagles Dare, I thought that could have even been a killer opener. Because Where Eagles Dare is a killer opener. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that would have been... Yeah, that's but, a great song. But that's not as timeless as Aces High. You've got to no, have that. Not, yeah. No, well, I think it was. I think it worked out great because Aces High comes on. They've got the old warplane flying around above them. I mean, that, what, what better way to start a show? I mean, oh, it's yeah. like just visually. Yeah, you have you to start know. a maiden show with that for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I just I thought it was cool because the plane didn't just hang there. It actually moved around, turned this way, that way, whatever. Pretty I, cool. Just look, I mean, and even going from where Eagles Dare to Two Minutes to Midnight, I mean, right there, those three, solid opener. Big time. It's like, yeah, here's an uppercut, and here's a jab, and here's a right cross. It's like, oh, all three at the same time. In your face. <laughs> In your In face. In your face. It was an amazing show. I want to go again. This is Christopher Walking. You're listening to Metal Nerdery. <laughs> the Iron Maiden episode. Carry on, gentlemen. Did, uh, did you get to see the show, Christopher Walking? I was hanging out in the bar area. You know, some young girls, and they knew Bruce Dickinson, so I went backstage. <laughs> Got to see Bruce on the pl- on the plane. <laughs> on the plane, even, huh? He let me sit in his cockpit. It was cool. I enjoyed it, but... Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, hey, what Did the hell is this guy doing here? Dude, relax. He's he's filling in a little bit. You're fine. You're not going anywhere, Millie. This was the second show of the tour, by the way. So they, the first show was Florida, right? And they came to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. So usually you think about when bands go on tour and it's like the first or second show, you're thinking, all right, they're going to suck for the first, you know, 
few dates and then they're going to finally pick it up and get dialed in. But right out of the gate, man, there was no lacking Not of anything. All. The performance, the songs. Well, the they were just show. in Europe, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure they had just finished their... That guy would probably yeah, be yeah, right. yeah, you're. I think they were doing a European leg that uh, took a little break I mean, and then came over here. I mean, this this incarnation of the band's been together for, what, like 19 years now? Yeah, Brave New World. Brave New World, yeah. So, so, I mean, they... Dang near two decades. Yeah, the new guy's been in there 19 years now. So Really? <laughs> three guitars for yep. 19 years? Yep. Which is ironic, because Maiden really should have had three guitarists all throughout their career, just because they got so many cool harmony things, and then when they got Janet Gers in, it was like, yes, now they can do it. Yeah, this is interesting the way that happened. I mean, like Bruce did some solo albums, and then when he comes back to Maiden, Adrian leaves, so he brings Janet in, who was playing on his solo albums. Uh, that's how he got into the band. Right. And you then know, later it was just a yeah, great two more albums after that. Then Bruce leaves and then Bruce and Adrian both come back and then they keep Janik. So then you get the three amigos. Nice. So worked out good for him. Yeah. It sounds good too, <laughs> for sure. And something else you said, Adam, you said this is the, I guess the first tour or one of the first tickets that we know of where they actually play some blazer stuff. Yeah. They'll, they usually do the, uh, I think the Klansmen they usually do. Which came after Two Minutes to Midnight, which that was cool for me because I've never, I'm not as familiar with the Blaze stuff, but hearing Bruce do it, it still sounded right. You know, like it still sounded like Maiden, even though it was Absolutely. a different, different yeah. vocal style, but it was quite good. The Trooper, always. Always. Uh, what do you, oh man. <laughs> what, what else do you say? Yeah. The Trooper. Was that when the Big Eddie came out with like the head on the. The yeah, outfit, uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, they did a little sword fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Bruce had a little... Uh, saber. <laughs> rattling his saber. <laughs> rattling their sabers. Saber. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce is oh always my dramatic. My, saber, my kid was making fun of me, though, because I'm always talking about her uh, like pop shows and how they do their costume changes, and she looks at me, she's like, you know, he's changing outfits every song, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's Maiden. It's different. Right, exactly. Shut up, it's kid. Okay. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. Only Maiden does it, and they're allowed to do it. <laughs> they're the exception. Yeah, she was She was harassing me about that, and uh, Janet Gers prancing around. She called him the deer. The deer? <laughs> he's, got, he's always doing his little leg thing and Whipping the guitar around his back. Yeah. I was going to say, I've never seen a deer do that once. Not ever. <laughs> I mean, I've never even seen a deer play guitar, but if they can, like, throw it around their back and, like, catch it, like, you know, Invade Dick Malmsteen, that's pretty Okay, awesome. well, let me ask you this. You ever been to England? No. So you've never seen an English deer. So you don't know what you're talking about. Well, they probably immigrated here from Britain, <laughs> so they're probably the same ones. There's just different deers here. <laughs> different deers. <laughs> well, oh, boy. Deers. And then, My of course, deers. we have Revelations, this one. Revelations, this one. I love hearing that song. I, mean, I think the way they did it when they changed the stage and stuff was cool. The Revelations. I mean, they changed it with every tune, but from what I recall, the alcohol was intense that evening. Yeah. No, it was cool because the stage would start out a certain way. And then they would like kind of add things here and there as each song went on, and then they would hit like a different era or whatever, and the lights would go down for just a couple minutes, you know, and then they'd light back up. The stage was totally different. Oh yeah, 
and then they'd kind of just start dropping stuff back down again, adding as they went. Just yeah, those roadies were making their money that night for sure. Because I mean, having to switch every song, because usually it's you know set it and forget it. You get all your shit up there, you load in, you do sound check, you make sure everything's where it's supposed to be. That's it. No, you was, have to change every time. It's it like, was a giant production. For yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then the next one I wasn't as familiar with. Um, I mean, I've got the album, Matter of Life and Death, but at that point, I think I'd got up to, uh, let's just say some Celtic Frost was playing, okay? And to go use the restroom and get some more beverages, but there was that. That, that might be the, uh, I don't know, that one with the two Blaze albums might be the three that I've listened to the least Which over one? the years. Yeah. Matter of life and death. Oh, yeah. It's like there's some decent stuff on it, but I, I don't know. Something about it just doesn't. You know what was interesting about me. that one? Apparently, when they recorded it, they thought it sounded so good. They didn't even master it. They literally, it was whatever they had recorded. Because, you know, usually you would record and then you would go master it to kind of get the levels up and make it sound big and polished. And oh, yeah. They said they liked it so much, they just left it. Mm. So, what you're hearing is the pre-mastered version of yeah wasn't the uh album. wasn't that kevin shirley yeah yeah who also did dream theater and some other stuff lots he, of stuff he's the first one that comes to mind and then we've got the wicca man yeah then they move into uh brave new world territory which i thought was this that might be one of my favorite maiden albums Oh, yeah, that that one, when I got it, I think really? I just couldn't yeah. stop. Like, yeah, because that was Bruce and Adrian come back into the fold, mm-hmm. and he got Janik, but I don't know, because like, after Seventh Son, you had uh, No Prayer for the Dying and Fear of the Dark. It was kind of a different vibe after Seventh Son, and then Bruce leaves, and then you got the Blaze albums, which are different, and then they come back with uh, Brave New World. It seems to me that's... That could have picked up at Seventh Son, I that, think. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. You could have skipped all the rest of that and picked up right it would have been continuous if it would have picked up there and okay. it sounded that's the vibe i guess it sounded yeah, like yeah. seventh sun era but like with fatter production i mean because it sounded big and of course you had three guitar players which made it sound even bigger it was but, just it was just good front to back yeah that i never got i don't think there was one song i ever got tired of listening to on that one i would literally when i would listen to it i would just hit play wicker man and it would go all the way to the end and just repeat over and over and over I need to give that one a whirl again. Yes, you do. <laughs> you would like it. Absolutely. And Sign of the Cross. Is that, I'm sure that's another Blaze tune. I'm not yeah, as familiar is. with that one. That's probably... The clan. The Klansman is good, but Sign of the Cross might be like kind of like the best Blaze era song. Hmm. It's just... Which one was that from? The Virtual X one or the... I kind of get those one. two mixed up. Yeah, things are kind of hazy. <laughs> That was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> 90s. Yeah, we'll have another. All I can say about the 90s is I was there. <laughs> on the, In the lawn. What is that? Kind of like the, uh, yeah, I was there in the lawn. Yeah, we were looking up uh, the Atlanta show earlier to confirm the set list, and somebody had a comment. Well, there were a couple of douchey comments, but one comment was like, I was there in the lawn. Not on the lawn, in the lawn. It was nice. Like a pretty flower. It might show. <laughs> and then apparently uh, according to someone else apparently everything was just perfect except for this one little thing that apparently this one little minute detail that wasn't to one person's liking but other than that it was a perfect show 
And I'm like, you, sir, need to go soak your head in the toilet. <laughs> People just, have to complain. That is what I think of you for complaining. Nonstop complaints. You have the flight of Icarus. Yeah. The flight. That was uh, that was awesome because they they brought the Icarus up. Yeah. You know, when they brought that up, I just expected that to kind of be stationary too, how that kind of stuff is. But even it was, yeah, turning back and forth a little bit. You know, it just yeah. it wasn't just a backdrop. It was. right. It just everything they did just kind of brought this extra level of like realism to mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's like they don't just. It's like when they do it, they go like 180 percent all right. the time. Yeah, they definitely like, raise the bar in terms of a stage show. I mean, it's like, fuck, oh, you only got to change it for every song. Hey, roadies, uh, we'll buy you guys an extra case of beer if y'all could pull this off. Okay. No, but it all went off without a hitch. I yeah. mean, they had it so worked out. I mean, it's Big amazing. Time. It's amazing yeah. what they can do. But you know, if it would have rained that night, that would have been for the stage show side of it. Well, I mean, I'm sure they, they would have been covered, and I guess they probably had to figure I mean, it out. It wouldn't have made a difference for them. They were under a roof. It would have been... It would it's have all right. Been, it would have been hard to watch the show. Uh-oh. No, telephone call. That's for you. <laughs> Should we put him on the air? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We have someone calling in. Long distance dedication. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Metal Nerdery Long Distance Dedication Line. Going to play an Iron Maiden love song for you now. Here's Charlotte the Harlot. <laughs> for Charlotte. With love. Charlotte with love. Yeah. Yeah. Acacia she- Avenue. Yeah, that's right down off uh, Cutlow Boulevard. You just take a right, and Acacia's like right there. Man. Oh, yeah. It's next to the rib place in Calgon. You can go check that out. We want <laughs> information. I thought it was kind of cool they played Fear of the Dark, although, is that the... If I had to pick a song, I'm not sure. Like, I was trying to think of, like, all the killer songs off Fear of the Dark. I mean, there were some really good ones. I'm wondering if that one was sort of like the... The one that kind of embodied everything about that album. I there some other kinda, ones, too. Yeah, I mean, I think that one kind of... Like a good overview one, maybe? The yeah. overview track? Yeah. The crowd sure loved it. I mean, it's a it's a killer you know track, I mean? and they've played it before. I think they played it back <clears> in... Uh, when they came in 92, I think. 92 or 3. I think it like wood. But, I mean, it, it kind of has that sort of yeah, feel they did. the it whole was, album. It was that tour. It was that tour, yeah. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it kind of encompasses the feel of the album, but, I mean, there were some, like, Be Quick or Be Dead was on there. You have Childhood's End. I mean, there were so many good songs on it. But. Well, they have so many good songs in yeah. general. I mean, <laughs> how, that, do you, how do you pick what to play, you know? And then after that, you've got... Woe to you, a world Devil Beast. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast. For it is a human number. Its number is six hundred and six. The nombre of the beast. That was that was one where the, the stage changed. Yeah. Everything went red and ominous looking, you know. Yeah. Fire and whatnot. One really cool thing I thought early on is like I think it was right after kind of the opener, after two minutes to midnight, and Bruce comes out and does his usual, you know, audience banter, but one of the things he hit on that I thought was cool is he's like, you know, there's no new songs. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Which kind of sets the tone because then you know it's like, all right, this is going to be kind of a well, retrospective no, of their, you know, throwback collection. But what I remember though is like when he said that, 
I guess there were a bunch of people up front or something that were like, you know, oh, or whatever, like upset. And he was like, I like that, you know, you, yeah. you're upset that you're not hearing the new stuff, you know, so that's, anyway. I didn't realize there were people that got <laughs> upset about it. Yeah. I mean, the last. Well, it just means that the fans are, because they're not one of these bands that are just out touring the old songs all the time. You know, I mean, they'll do tours where they concentrate on old stuff like this one, and then they do tours where they play more new stuff. So I think it's cool that, I mean, they, they're still putting out such quality music that there's a big contingent of fans that are still, you know, they're upset that they're not getting to hear some of the new stuff. Right. Whereas, like, if you go see, I don't know, pick a band, you know, Quiet Riot or something, I mean, what have they done new? I, who cares? <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Tr- where, where was the line in the sand for this tour? Because it almost looks like maybe Brave New World might have been the cutoff. No, uh, f- uh, for the greater good of God. Matter of Life and oh, Death that was came Matter out. of Life, so 06 then was your cutoff. Yeah, whenever that came out. Yeah, because you still had, I mean, you had Dance, I mean, you had Dance of Death in there somewhere. You yeah, had, it was like 03 or something. Um, you had the, that spacey one, what was that one? Final Frontier. Yeah. No, they didn't one. play anything off that. And then, of course, Co- Book of Souls was the most recent. That's been four years ago, so. But still, I mean, that's a. Yeah, four years it's been out. Yeah. yeah. I remember when we got it, you came over and we listened to it. Yeah. Both CDs. <laughs> and then, of course, they closed the set list before the encore with VI and Maiden. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Scream for me, Atlanta. Put them in the Iron Maiden. That was an excellent way to finish excellent. it. But then that's not all. Wait, there's more. Nah, but that's like the, uh, it's like I told my kid. I was like, yeah, Maiden tends to be a, a sing-along kind of show, you know? Yeah. And she was, well, how so could it not be? You know, 30, 40 years of music, I mean, it's going to be. has to be. Particularly when there's people there that are like our age with their childrens, or people that are even older than us, but like your grandchildrens and their well, grandchildrens. That was one of the coolest things to me about that show was... There's a lot of kids. I mean, seeing there were people there that were 20 years older than us... All the way down to single digits. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everything in between. You know, and just... Everybody had a good time. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was in a good mood. Yeah, the ambiance was good. All of it was good. You know, my kid, she was like... Because I think I went off to meet Nick. I come back, she's like... You know, everywhere... Y'all keep running into people you know. You go meet people you know. Uh, other people come up, you know them. I'm watching these other people. People come up and they're just walking by. They know it's like everybody knows everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, family. I was like, eh, it's kind of the metal community. I mean, yeah, you got to support the maiden. Yeah, you might not get to see all of these people all the time, but big stuff like that kind of draws everybody together, and everybody goes. And well, not to mention, I mean, it goes on forever. So I mean, you know, every band's had that. Well, Every that, big band that's had any kind of longevity. I mean, you get your kids into it and so on. I mean, Well, that's a conversation I've had with her, too, about other forms of music in general and metal. Because some of them, you know, it's like the band comes, the band goes, the, the boy band, whatever it is. You know, it's just none of that really lasts. It's because it sucks. And, you know, and then you've got like bands that we grew up with, Slayer, Maiden, Metallica, that are still going. Of course, some of, them, some of them are starting to... Well, some of them are starting to retire, but yeah, those do not suck. Boy bands suck. Just like when uh, when Jeff Hayneman died, you know, I was like, damn, yeah, I can't. That's been a while now. 
That was, uh, let's see, World Paint of Blood came out in 2009. I think he died maybe 11, 2011, 2012. Uh, somewhere around there, but I was just like, and my, my kid was like, so somebody in a band died, you know. She's she was young. My wife's like, no, you don't understand. Your dad like grew up listening to this guy, you know. It's like, right. She's like, you know how your dad is about music anyway. It's like imagine how so, your grandfather would feel, you know, listening to Led Zeppelin. It's like, oh, John Bonham's dead. <laughs> Get another drummer. Well, speaking of yeah. my kid's grandfather, when we found out Hanneman died, him and I went down to the basement, drank beer for the rest of the night, and listened to Slayer. There you go. That's how cool my father-in-law is. It's called a proper Very memorial cool. service. <laughs> Very cool. It's right. a proper memorial service. So after the but, yeah, but anyway, it was just a just an overall cool ambiance. I mean, that's just, I think that's one of the things that made me appreciate that show so much. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that they closed it with their self-titled song, which is also the name of their first album, which is also the name of their band, except they're not Exciter. They're Iron Maiden. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Iron From Maiden. Iron Maiden. Off the Iron Maiden album. This is Iron Maiden, covered by Exciter. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did an encore, which was cool. They did three tunes. They did uh, The Evil That Men Do. I thought it was really cool they played something off Seven Sun. And I dig that tune too. That's one of the faster ones, but because the Seven Sun stuff is just there's not a bad song on no, that album well, either. I, I mean, I like Caught Somewhere in Time a lot, but something about Seven Sun kind of captures like all those Maiden elements. It captures like the proggy side. It captures you know the kind of the darker, like the keyboardsy keyboard kind of stuff. Keyboardsy. Keyboardsy. I was talking with my hands, but y'all can't see it. But I saw you. But well, Bill saw it. Adam probably <laughs> felt the the breeze coming off my fingers. Yeah, I got a little oh excited. But, Hello, uh, <laughs> check please. <laughs> and then they went into Hella Be the Name, which Hella Be the Name. Name? What'd you say? Hey, what'd you say there? And they went into Hello Be the Name and uh, played something off by it. That was a badass song. Oh yeah, I was out getting my shirt and I was like, "Damn, I need to get back." <laughs> yeah, they almost need to have the. I'm kind of surprised they don't have. Like the shirt, like the merch vendors, like walking around, like to do with drinks and hot dogs and stuff, like walking out in the crowd, like you know, hey, what you? I mean, of course, you'd have to be huge. Yeah, have like a box carrier. You have to have like two big muscle dudes with boxes right behind you, or something with wheels. That's also an option. <laughs> it's not as metal, but it's definitely more efficient. They're metal wheels. <laughs> Well, if they're metal, metal wheels, <laughs> maybe. With spikes. No, pentagrams. <laughs> Nay, pentagrams. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> yeah, they got to have like pentagram, like, you know, um, what the fuck do they call those mags, I guess? Mags. Yo, man, I got to have pentagram spinners let devil know I'm rolling. <laughs> Suck. That would be Yo, you rolling dirty with Satan, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, keep them shits for you. And of course, uh, run to the hills. That was the ending. What to finish her. And the, you know, it's funny. The whole time I kept thinking, you know, lights hadn't come on yet. I'm like, no, no, man, you're going to come back out. Cause I didn't realize they'd already done an encore. Cause I was probably, you were insisting they were doing another way. Stead. <laughs> no, they're done. I, I, I kept promise insisting. you. It was like, nap, nap. They're done. No, I come back. No, 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 no. I think, uh, I think run to the hills is probably a good, uh, closer. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, solid. It's, yeah. Very up tempo. One of their one of their classics. Oh yeah, rock and tune. Well, yeah. even the studio version has that ending to it that just sounds like a big rock and roll ending. And of course, they rock and rolled it up way more than that at the actual show. But well, plus it's one of the big the big sing alongs. Yeah, you know. So I was mean, that one? Of, was that their first video? 
Uh, that could be the music from the television Bruce, from the Bruce stuff. Yeah, that would be MTV for those of you who are wondering. Yeah, they don't they don't play videos anymore. Before they play, they play what sixteen year old girls that got knocked up by their shitty boyfriends. Is that what they play now? They play shows. So yes, is the answer. Shows. Yeah. Shows. So, yeah, videos. Not shows. music television. But yeah, Run to the Hills. I think was one of the first videos, which I thought was funny because. Like the black and white footage and like the old silent movie, you know, like with the, not subtitles, but like how they'd have a frame, like, you know, this Indian's getting the shit kicked out of him. Then it shows like a picture of like, you know, some black and white, you know, old 20s animated movie kind of stuff, but cool video. Definitely cool video. You should pull that up. You should pull it up. Yeah. Gross. It was, uh. Blow it up. (laughs) Pull it up. Of course they, uh. They ended it with the uh, with the Monty Python. I'm trying to remember if I remember that. I'm trying You're to trying remember to remember if you remember. If I remember that. Don't hurt yourself. I don't remember that. Sorry, I think that brain cell. I think has you had uh, left the building. I think you had left the facility at that point. <laughs> yeah, that and you were there physically, left. but uh, admittedly, I was definitely not there. You were running around yelling at everybody. I, I, I think what he was trying to do, guys, he was trying to spread the metal nerdery wordery, or the word about metal nerdery. Something like that. I was trying to do, like, free publicity. So, uh... So maybe we should bring Millie to the next concert to, uh, keep an eye on Matt. That's kind of a scary, scary thought. (laughs) Oh, guys, I'd totally love it. I I could, like, I could bring, like, an all-you-can-eat pasta buffet. We could have it out in the parking lot. You still gotta buy your own ticket, though. Well, I mean, I could use, like, the proceeds from the pasta to buy, like, a lawn seat or something. Yeah, I, I think it'll work out. I, I, I'll i be right back. I'm going to go make some plans, make some focus. <laughs> Engines. Engines. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that video would fly today without everybody getting their panties in a twist. That's kind of how most of the 80s went. So. Yeah, in the 80s, they didn't give a shit about your feelings. We still don't give a shit about your feelings, but in the 80s, they definitely didn't. But Iron Maiden was certainly metal back then. That was probably one of the most innovative videos because I don't think there were music videos that had like old silent movie footage in them like that. 82. Which really kind of showed the humor of the band too, which we didn't really get much into until later. Yeah, they looked so young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were. And now they're old. 82, so what? Wow, 37 years ago? Ow. <gasps> Thanks for making me feel old. No doubt. Hello, this is Bruce Dickinson. I'm with Iron Maiden. We've been playing now for 40 You're so years. old you lost your accent? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes away as you get older. Kinda I mean, like, I know you don't have it when you sing, but yeah. Kind of like hair. Well, this is my talking voice. I do a lot of warm-up <laughs> exercises and a lot of honey and lemon juice. <laughs> Evidently. Sometimes I've noticed crack makes my voice sound smoother, <laughs> but I don't do that on stage. Well, I guess that's the other thing we didn't talk about, how strong Bruce's voice was, considering oh, yeah. he just, you know, uh, very cancer. recently. Cancer much? Yeah, yeah. beat the cancer. Oh, yeah, his voice was phenomenal. In fact, I, mean, I would have... It's freaking ridiculous, oh, really. Man, if, if you would have told me that... Like, if I didn't know and someone would have just told me, yeah, man, he just beat cancer, like, 
what months ago not even a full year ago right i think it's been it's probably been longer than that but it hasn't been that long it's been a while but the fact that he beat it and he's back out there and he's kicking ass and they played for they had to have played two hours so the fact that he was able to pull that off i don't know hats off bruce i salute you plus uh, we all do we all salute you that that was another thing before we went down the show uh me and the kid were watching the Florida show on YouTube. She watched like three songs and she was like, I don't, how does singing that hard? How does he not throw his voice out? You know, she's like, I don't know how he keeps his voice. I said, well, he's been doing it for 40 something years. Yeah. Plus he beat cancer. Plus he's Bruce Dickens. Plus he's the air raid siren. You know I mean? He's, well, plus, I, like, I mean, he's not, you know, a lot of these guys, from that era or some guys that even came after him can't sing like they used to. Right. But he's always I'm looking been like at UG a- off tape. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it blew my voice out a lot, but I don't care because I'm G off tape and I'm on the cover of Vulgar Display of Power. Back to you guys. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, there's, kicked out of myself. there's so many singers that can't sing like they used to. Yeah, but he and, sings and the like, right way though. Like, Yeah, but Bruce, Bruce is, he almost is like he's got more power than he used to. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he's a freaking machine. I wonder if it's his warm-up routine. Did, didn't you? I think we read somewhere one time that, like, he took, the way he warms up to stay conditioned is he puts on a pair of, like, rollerblades and goes around the parking lot, skates all around the parking lot, and sings basically the set while he's roller skating, which would be akin to, like, trying to sing if you're running or something. Of course, he's not running, so everything doesn't come out all percussive, but... Well, that might explain how he can run around on stage. That so would much explain the power. Constantly. Yeah. I mean, that's the equivalent of like crazy weight training for your vocal cords, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't think Bruce Dickinson could stand still on stage. No. You'd literally have to, you know, tie him down. Mm-hmm. No, it, it just you couldn't do it. That dynamic does not work. That that man <laughs> is supposed to be in motion. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Diano, I could see him maybe cemented to one spot, but. Well, not even really, but I mean, Bruce, definitely, you can't have him in a stationary position. Yeah, he's a great front man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole band, I mean, I mean, for for their age, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a lot of the bands we listened to back then that are still going strong. You know, the, you know a lot of the thrash bands, some of the classic yeah. metal bands, I mean, a lot of them are still going at it pretty strong. I'm surprised there wasn't a break with a... Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to a show, so I was surprised there wasn't oh, like an intermission. No, like a you know a guitar solo break or a drum solo ba- break uh, yeah, or I, bass or anything. You know, I've never. That was the fifth time I've seen him. I don't, I don't, I don't recall Maiden never really going in ever doing that. that. Yeah, like ever. Hmm. Although that would be really cool if they could do like a like a triple harmony guitar solo kind three of thing amigo guitar solo yeah. that would be freaking cool yeah. i mean imagine what they could do like if they just wrote one little piece like not even like a you know all right everybody shrek and go crazy wow but like if they had like an orchestrated kind of thing that yeah. they could use to like segue into another song or even something. something with steve harris just slapping the bass man <laughs> slapping, slapping the, the bass, bass. <laughs> he's awesome slapping the bass <laughs> come on now you gotta slap at the bass man 
I don't know. I guess the overall moral of this story is if you can go see Iron Maiden live on this tour, freaking do it. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely do it. Go check them out. They are Great all show. over America. And the tour just started. So like we said, Atlanta was the second date. I mean, if the tour stops, so... If I had going. money, no wife, and no kid, I'd go to another one like tomorrow. I'd, yeah. I'd probably just follow them. Yeah. I'd be like a maidenhead. <laughs> I mean, you could do that anyway, but then you wouldn't have a wife or a kid, probably. Exactly. So. Or a job. Exactly. Or yeah. job. Or but a hey, job. you could go see Maiden again. Just uh, work my way into roadie status somehow. There you go. It's a great way to live. I, I love it. <laughs> I've been doing it for years. <laughs> Yeah, that's the last word for Millie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was our Atlanta Maiden Show overview slash retrospective. And if you're out there, definitely go see them on tour. And definitely check us out on the social media, Metal Nerdery Podcast. And be listening for next time. Enjoyed it. Come on. Absolutely. Nerds out. <laughs> See ya. See you guys later. Bye bye. This, this is, is Metal Nerd. Nerd. Nerd.